We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Hi there, and welcome to Rotowire's NBA DFS podcast for Friday, February 3, 2017. Hoops fans, I'm Paul Bruno, and you might know my work on hockey, baseball, and football podcasts at Rotowire over the last three years. I'm here to tell you that since starting work on this basketball pod, though, I'm having a lot of fun and success winning money on, on FanDuel in nine of my last 11 contests specifically related to NBA play only. You can follow me at Statsman22. Joining me on this NBA FanDuel preview podcast and enjoying a similar run of success is my co-host Dan Bruno. Dan, let our listeners know about your Twitter handle and where to find your work on Rotowire's website. Well, you can find my work on Rotowire's NBA preview and recap section, uh, covering the games daily there. And uh, for some extra stuff, you can follow me on Twitter at dbrunoofficial. That's D-B-R-U-N-O. F-F-I-C-I-A-L. And I'm also enjoying a pretty decent run of success on FanDuel. So hopefully we can keep it up and help uh, some of our listeners do the same. All right, let's begin by taking a look at tonight's NBA schedule, which includes the following nine games. Beginning with Toronto, who are a four and a half point pick with the over-under at 209, visiting Orlando for a seven o'clock start. Minnesota takes their act to Detroit to face the Pistons, where the home side is a four and a half point favorite with the over under at 211 points, a 730 tip off there. Indiana has uh, a, a trip to Brooklyn in the offing, where they're favored by seven points on the road, and the over under set at 219 and a half points. That's also a 730 start. And the first of three games at eight o'clock, the Lakers are 
one of two teams on the board tonight that is in the second of back-to-back games. They visit Boston and the surging Celtics, who are an 11-point pick with the over-under set at 221 points. What about the rest of the games, Dan? Yeah, and then 8 o'clock, we got the Bulls visiting Houston, where the Rockets are 6.5-point favorites with a 223.5 over-under. Then the final 8 o'clock game, we've got uh, the Grizzlies visiting Oklahoma City, where Memphis is a 1.5-point favorite with a 204.5 over-under. The Grizzlies have won their last four of their, four of their last five games at home, so they're or four of their last five games overall, sorry. So the Grizzlies are on a roll there. Um, and then later at 9 o'clock, we've got Milwaukee visiting Denver, where the Nuggets are a two-point favorite with a 221.5 over-under. Then at 10.30, we've got the Mavericks, who have been rolling lately too. The Mavericks are visiting Portland, where the Blazers are still a five-and-a-half-point favorite with a 206.5 over-under. Then the final game of the night, 10.30, we've got the Suns visiting Sacramento, where the Kings are four and a half point five, four and a half point favorites with an over-under of 217.5. And Houston, it may be worth noting, is also a team in the second at back-to-backs, but they do have the consecutive games at home, so that yeah. might not be a big factor for them. Yeah. All right, Dan, let's get into our position-by-position breakdown and see if we can help our listeners win some money on FanDuel today. Let's begin by taking a look at the point guards, where Westbrook and Thomas are both over the 10,000 mark. Are you playing them or fading them? Make their case. Well... I always want to fade Isaiah Thomas with that high price tag, but he's he always makes me wrong about it. So I, I can't say fade Thomas with that $10,500 price tag. He's been well-deserving of that lately, coming up with some massive games over his last 10, 15 games, hitting the 50-point mark multiple times. Um, he's got 50 in his last, over 50 in his last three um, and uh, over 40 in about nine of his last 10. So Thomas is, is a pretty solid pick at 10,500, especially going up against at home, going up against uh, a Lakers team that's uh, not playing their best basketball of the season. As, as for Westbrook, Westbrook's going up against a really tough defense against Memphis. He is playing at home. Um, he, is, he is hitting the, the numbers pretty often. He's earned that price tag. It's pretty steady at the 12,000 mark for him. Um, especially because he attacks the stat sheet all across the board. Um, but he's he's been below 60 FanDuel points in his last five games, but before that he hit 70 and 62. So, I mean, with a uh, $12,000 price tag, I want to see at least 60 FanDuel points. Um, and against a team like Memphis, I'm not sure if Westbrook is going to be able to pull that off tonight. So I fade Westbrook tonight. Yeah, I like the call. I, I also like the call on Thomas, uh, a team that's coming in on the second of back-to-backs too. Looks like easy prey for him. And I believe that the uh, hot stroke continues. And that might be where you spend some big money as well. If we want to pass on those two guys, there's some pretty nice options just below them. Say let we take a look from Kyle Lowry, Dan, at $9,600 down to Jeff Teague at $7,600. There's a lot of names to consider here, but let's take some time to go through them. Well, Kyle Lowry has been blistering hot lately. Uh, I remember a couple shows ago I called maybe for him to cool off, and, and he uh, he showed me up there. He's He's got 40-plus FanDuel points in his last five games um, with two of those being at 49.8. And he's been above 30 FanDuel points in about eight of his 
last, seven of his last eight games where one game he was at 28.8. So Lowry is playing very well lately. He scored 30 points in four straight games. That's just points in the points column. So Lowry's been going nuts lately, and he's, he's uh, playing in Orlando. The Raptors really need a, a win tonight after coming off that loss to Boston. So Lowry at 9,600 is a pretty solid pick. But then other, otherwise in this section, you've got, I do like a guy like Jeff Teague at 7,600 on the lower end of this, this group we've got here. And Jeff Teague is going up against Brooklyn. He's at Brooklyn, but we all know Brooklyn's struggling this season. And Jeff Teague has had some pretty solid games lately. Uh, I think Jeff Teague could be a pretty solid value for 7,600 tonight. And I'll add to that, uh, one of my favorites at the top of the point guard board every every time I see his name, Damian Lillard, I'm tempted to take him. And uh, he faces a Dallas team that is at the bottom uh, of the league standings, uh, toward the bottom of the league standings. This is a guy who's consistently 20 to 35 points just in the points column, as you said. And he dishes the ball. A, a lot of the offense flows through him for Portland. So a pretty safe pick and a pretty nice pick uh, given the quality of the opponent tonight. Uh, let's take a look at some other uh, players in a lower range, say from Ricky Rubio at $6,900 down to Pat- Patrick Beverly at $5,200, Dan. Well, in this section, I do like Rubio going up against Detroit. Um, it, it's a it's a bit of a tough matchup for Minnesota just, just because of the way the teams match up, but I think Rubio can definitely put up a solid performance there. But then I'd also like to mention uh, D'Angelo Russell, who's at $6,100, and he's been playing pretty pretty well for uh, the Lakers lately, coming off a couple big FanDuel night games with 47 and, and 40 points in his last two games. Um, he had missed the last three games before that with an injury, but he seems to be back in the full swing now, and I think D'Angelo Russell at 6100 can can throw in some good value tonight. And uh, a cautionary note about Darren Williams. He's got a game-time decision with a toe injury for Dallas. That just makes my Lillard pick a little stronger even. Uh, Williams is listed at $6,200, but I'll pass on him at this price point in favor of some of the other options that we have talked about or will talk about. Maybe even some uh, value plays down here in the sub-5,000 range, Dan. You want to take a shot at a few guys that could really make some money for our listeners? Well, we can mention Yogi Ferrell, who had that very good game the other night against Cleveland. He's he's coming in at uh, forty nine hundred bucks, which which I do think is a bit steep for for him because you're taking a chance on him. Uh, he'll probably get the start. Uh, his last three Fanduel games, he's had twenty four Fanduel points, thirty five and twenty five, um, with in the points column with totals of eleven, nineteen, and nine in those three games respectively. So. I mean, Yogi Ferrell is might be a tempting value play for some people, but I think at forty nine hundred dollars, you're kind of it's not it's not quite the value play you would have hoped to get from him. So, so when we're talking about more real bang for your buck, I think maybe a guy like Jamal Murray is a solid pick tonight. Uh, Denver's hosting Milwaukee, and um, Denver's got a, a bunch of injuries happening there. Will Barton's a game time decision. Um, and Danilo Gallinari's out. So they're going to be looking for a little bit more offense, and that's something Jamal Murray can certainly provide at $3,800 here. 
Would you throw a name like Jameer Nelson into that mix too for Denver since they are banged up a little bit? He's another guy that could get a run and uh, the veteran is capable of, of delivering the odd time so it might be uh, a chance for him to take advantage of that matchup as well. And I'm also wondering about Rajon Rondo for Chicago. He's kind of been in the doghouse for the Bulls for a while, uh, a long while, but uh, maybe he gets up for the game tonight against a big name like Harden on the other side. It tends to motivate him, I think, those kinds of matchups and uh, not that it's a head-to-head one, but just name recognition. And so maybe I play Rajon Rondo in that circumstance. Let's move over to the shooting guards, Dan, where, of course, Harden is at the top of that list, and he's joined by Giannis Antetokounmpo. Both of those guys are over ten grand, with Harden at 12-2 and Antetokounmpo at 10900 Are you on either one of these guys tonight, given their matchups? Well, with the similar reasoning I mentioned for Westbrook, at a price tag of 12000 you pretty much need to get 60 points out of the guy. Um, the thing is, Harden did hit that mark last night. Um, he hit 66 FanDuel points with 41 in the points column, 8 rebounds and 8 assists, along with 4 steals. So um, he earned the $12,000-plus price tag last night. I'm not so sure if he's going to do the same thing tonight. Uh, they're hosting Chicago. Um so I'm I'm personally fading Harden tonight just because I have a bit of a problem with that high high price tag, unless I happen to find value picks pretty much all across the rest of the board. I think it's a much more reasonable play to go with a guy like Antetokounmpo for ten thousand nine hundred. Um, he's he's pretty solid on the rebounds. He's getting the assists and at, against a team like Denver that's a little bit banged up right now. I think Antetokounmpo could have a pretty solid night. And if we're not on either of those guys, there's some really nice options just below there from DeMar DeRozan, who's a game-time decision with his continuing injury woes, down to Caldwell Pope and Zach Levine at $6,000. There's eight guys in this range here, Dan. Let's touch on a few of them and see whether we like them enough to put them in our lineups. Well, let's just mention Caldwell Pope is coming off a massive game in his last game where he scored 38 points. And along with, with his other additions, he topped 50 FanDuel points in his last game in 39 minutes of play. Um, he had missed a bunch of games with a, with a bit of an injury, but since he's made his way back, he's been playing pretty solid. And, and especially with his last game, he looks like he's really hit a stride. So I think Caldwell Pope at $6,000 might be a really great pick. But then another good pick you've got here is C.J. McCollum hosting Dallas. Um, the Mavs the Mavs are on a pretty solid streak of their own, won seven of their last ten, won three straight. But I don't think they necessarily have somebody who can uh, slow down a guy like C.J. McCollum. So even though he's got this a bit of a steep price tag at $7,800, he's, he's pretty well deserving of that, and I think he's a good go tonight. I wonder if we could include Lou Williams in this mix, Dan. I think in a game where the Lakers are in the second of back-to-backs, they're going to rely on the shooting game a little bit more, and that might give him a bit of a chance to extend the run that he's been on of late. He's getting more and more minutes, and he's making the most of it. He's a great uh, long-range shooter, as we came to know in Toronto, but he's also been distributing the ball and getting his fair share of rebounds in uh, the last five of the last six games. In fact, he's got around four or five rebounds in each of those tilts, uh, so his stats totals have been pretty well padded and he's delivering the goods and that's why his price tag is continuing to creep up a little bit so might find a value play over there against the uh, surging celtics let's go down and find a little bit of value below that that plateau say uh, the guys from uh, oladipo at 5800 down to will barton at five thousand dollars dan 
Well, Will, ba- Will Barton's a game time decision with a, with an ankle, and even if he were to play, he hasn't been really his uh, in his top form for quite a while now. So I definitely I would stay away from Will Barton. But also in that range, you've got a guy like Norman Powell, who's probably at his highest price tag of the season, fifty one hundred dollars. Um, if DeRozan doesn't play, Powell could be could be quite deserving of that price tag. But I would stay away from that one as well. I do like um, Gary Harris host as the Nuggets host the Bucks. Gary Harris is a prime scoring option for Denver, and he can also get on the boards. He can grab some steals and assists too. So he's had some pretty solid FanDuel games lately. A little low in his last one, but hit the thirty point mark in the two before that. So I think Gary Harris is a pretty solid go in that five thousand dollar range. He, and I'll take uh, a piece of Evan Fournier tonight against the Raptors. This guy is one of those guys that seems to jump up every time he plays Toronto, uh, even though the Raptors have had a pretty good run of success against the uh, Magic and head-to-head play over the last few years. It seems to me or Fournier has always been a factor. He's been back in the lineup for the last two games, and and uh, if he gets a good blow tonight, he, he could put up some point totals verging on the 30-point mark, that'd be a tremendous value for the $5,000 price tag. And the fact that uh, DeRozan is uh, possibly not starting would only enhance his value, in my opinion, because Fournier would have less to do in terms of defending Powell, I think, than he would DeRozan in that head-to-head matchup. Let's go below that 5000 plateau and see if there's any real uh, good tournament value down here, Dan. Yeah, sure. I, I like, uh, in this in this area... I like Alan Crabb, $3,800. Um, he's had some pretty good games for the, for the Trailblazers lately, um, especially coming up against Dallas. Hopefully Portland, if they know what's good for them, if, if they really want to hang on to that eighth spot in the, in the West, with the, which they've recently taken over, this is a game they're going to gonna need to run, not only win, but run away with to show themselves that you know, they, they are a step above um, the next tier of teams in the standings. Um, and, and that could leave a little bit more room for Alan Crabb to, to do his thing. Um, all, nonetheless, he's, he's been getting, you know, 25 plus minutes per game. Um, and he's doing well with it, especially in his last game. He came up with 29 FanDuel points. Uh, so I think Alan Crabb at $3,800 is a pretty solid value pick at the shooting guard position. I'll also add Nick Young, another Laker. He he almost cost me last night. He had a terrible game. I'm banking that he has a bounce-back effort because he's been a pretty consistent shooter, save for that paltry eight points that he gave me last night. This guy's capable of putting up 20 points alone uh, if he gets the stroke going a little bit stronger than he did last evening. And he does sprinkle in the rebounds and assists, and uh, certainly uh, his quickness uh, affords him the opportunity to get a few steals as well. So he could go from the outhouse to the penthouse really quickly and this might be an opportunity for him if uh, they get into a running game with the Celtics tonight yeah and a couple couple more value plays in this section just because I think they're they're good mentions is Aaron Aflalo who's who's getting the starts for Sacramento um, he, he could put up some big numbers for 3500 bucks that's a pretty solid go at that price and also a guy like Monta Ellis who's who's sort of coming back into his own after a, a really rough start to the season but Indiana's playing in Brooklyn and that should leave some room for Ellis to use his veteran uh, savvy against some of those young guys in Brooklyn and maybe light them up a bit all right let's move over to the small forward position where we see three guys uh, Butler George and Wiggins at the head of the class price at 9400 8700 and 7300 respectively do you like any of their matchups and will you be putting some uh, money down on them I think I'm 
out of these three, I would definitely take Paul George at 8,700. I think he's the best bet. He's the one who, who can, uh, who's going to fill the board acro- across the board, points, rebounds, and assists a little more um, consistently than the other two. Jimmy Butler, you're kind of hoping he goes off for 40 points. Um, so at 9,400, I don't see a real need to fit in Jimmy Butler at small forward tonight. Uh, if I was going to go with one of these top guys, I'd, I'd take George at 8,700. And I, my beef with Wiggins is he's pretty much only a scorer. Uh, I had him in my lineup a couple of days ago, and, and he had 23 points, and that's how many FanDuel points he finished with. So I thought that was pretty sad in in, in uh, pretty sad in general. Just you know, you'd, you'd hope he'd pick up a couple of rebounds, a couple of assists. He's a big guy; he should get in there and mix it up a bit, help his team. His team needs everything they can get. Uh, sitting 12th in the West right now. So I got a bit of a beef with Wiggins. And I actually saw a stat a little while ago about a chart. He's one of the players with the highest scoring total, averaging the least in the other sections across the board. And that was an uh, 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 image similar to a player like Kobe Bryant. Well, uh, and certainly he's not yet in Kobe Bryant's class. It's funny that you mention Wiggins in that way because out of his draft year, he was expected to be the next big thing, but really has fallen a bit short of that just because there's just been only one dimension to his game uh, right up to, to date, actually. And so we'd like to see a little more growth and a little better representation for a guy who's from the Toronto area where we both reside. And I like the call on Paul George. He's got a lot more variety to his game, as you suggested, than the other two guys. And he has the better matchup. You've got you to factor that into the discussion. The Nets at home, they don't scare anybody. And uh, not that Indiana, Indiana's a world power, but the, certainly it's a very favorable matchup, better than the other two guys face on their road trips tonight as well. Now, in the next uh, range, we, you mentioned Gallinari before. He's injured, so we'll bypass him at $6,900. And we'll start to look at the group from Harrison Barnes at 6600 down to Marquis Morris at 5100 I'll also uh, suggest that you come up with some value plays in this range Dan yeah in this range I like I think Wilson Chandler is is a very good pick if, if Gallinari is going to be out uh, Chandler will likely draw the start there and even if he doesn't he's going to be taking on a few extra minutes there and especially again if Will Barton is going to be another guy out for Denver that just leaves a bit more room for for Wilson Chandler to uh, to flourish there so I think at sixty three hundred dollars Wilson Chandler is a good goal. Also, they're going to need him on defense, which he can certainly bring it uh, on the boards against a team like Milwaukee. So I think Wilson Chandler can have a nice rounded out game tonight. Um, also, Marcus Morris against Minnesota, $5,100. I feel like this guy's pretty constantly priced below what, what he can produce for you, even though he's not had huge games lately. Um, in his last four games, he's below 20 FanDuel points. But before that, in the three before that, he's over 35 FanDuel points. So he's a bit of an up-and-down guy. But uh, I think certainly tonight against Minnesota, um, not necessarily one of the best defenses in the league, and Detroit is at home. So I think Marcus Morris can go off for a decent uh, total at that $5,100 price. I'm going to throw in the name of Jay Crowder. I've, he's been a staple in my lineups in the last couple of weeks, Dan, I've got to say, and he's rewarded me very handsomely. His average FanDuel points per game is 25.6, but he's been punching above that weight in each of his last six starts. His low in that, in that period was last time out against Toronto, where he finished with 26.1, but regularly between the 30 and 45 
range previous to that. So I like his matchup tonight, and I like the fact that he's on a hot streak, so he's another guy that I'll throw in to the mix in this price range. Why don't we dip below this group and see if there's the value plays below the 5,000 plateau that we could slide into a tournament play tonight, Dan? Well, I see I see a nice bunch of them here. I like uh, I like Matt Barnes starting for Sacramento. He's going to draw the start tonight. Uh, most likely, when with the guy uh, with Garrett Temple has gone down with an injury for Sacramento. So I think Matt Barnes for thirty seven hundred dollars. You get a starting player who who really attacks the uh, stat sheet in in all columns. So I think for that price, Matt Barnes is a very solid pick. Then just below him, you got Jalen Brown, also $3,700, a starter for Boston as well. Uh, coming up with some pretty big games recently, is, is definitely coming into his own a bit and, and getting used to the NBA game and, and, and the starting role that he's, he's taken on since Avery Bradley's been down. And then one more guy I'll just throw in there is James Ennis uh, for Memphis, who, who's been pretty solid lately, and he just seems like he's, he's hitting a bit of a stride. Um, his stats are on an upward trajectory over the last few games, coming up with 22 FanDuel points in his last game. So that's another guy um, in the below $4,000 price range at 3600 that uh, might be a decent pickup. Geez, you're leaving me to talk about the Los Angeles Lakers a lot in this uh, show so far, Dan. I'm going to say Luol Deng is another guy that I might add into the mix because he's been up over the 30-minute mark in terms of playing time the last two times out, and he's been delivering the goods across the board. This guy's uh, got a good stroke. He's, he's a veteran player who knows how to probe uh, opposing defenses, and uh, it could be a bit of a matchup issue from time to time as well. Uh, he knows his way around the court better than a lot of other guys uh, that are in this price range, so I like... I I like the price point. I like the opportunity that he has, even though it's against a tough opponent tonight. Let's go to the power forward position where the guy at the top of this list, Nikola Jokic, is a game time decision with a hip uh, issue at 10,300. Dan, what are you hearing about this cir- circumstance? Uh, do you play him or do you fade this guy in, in favor of an option? The next best is $2,900 cheaper. Well, I, I haven't heard. Um if he's a go or not tonight. Um, but the thing is, even if he was in, to be in the lineup and be at full health, I wouldn't like the matchup against Milwaukee just because I think the Bucks have a lot going on uh, in their front court. And, and, and even with Ante, a guy like Antetokounmpo as, as their running point for them, the guy's like 6'10", 6'11", whatever he is, uh, he'll grab up half the rebounds too. So I think um, Milwaukee's got a lot of length and a, a lot of solid... Um, energy in that front court that would really uh occupy a guy like Jokic especially on the defensive end and I'm sure they would slow him down on the offensive end so at $10,300 even if he was at full health which he's not um I would see no reason to throw in Jokic tonight well after him atop the power forward list as the first first healthy option is Jabari Parker at 7,400 there there's a group of four other guys priced over six thousand dollars but there's injury notes all over the place in this position uh are you on any of these guys tonight Dan well I do like Jabari Parker 7,400 dollars I feel like is a pretty is a pretty um reasonable price tag for a player like him who can reach you 40 fan to a points just about any given night uh He's, he had 26 in his last game and then a really tough performance in the one before that where he finished with 12. But then before that, he's been above 30 for for a really solid streak of almost like 20 games or 15 games above 30 FanDuel points with, with even a couple 50s thrown in there. So for $7,400, I think you're getting a pretty solid bet on Jabari Parker. 
um, especially if Denver's as banged up as they could be with Jokic, a game-time decision, and Kenneth Fareed, a game-time decision. So if both of those guys are going to be out too, um, plus Gallinari out, I think Denver's pretty banged up, and, and the Bucks could have a chance to uh, run away with that one. Yeah, the latest information we have on Farid is that he's expected to play in Friday's game, so that might make him a go-to option just given the lack of uh, variety that they may be offering in terms of high-level uh, options on that uh, starting unit in Denver. So maybe you do take a chance on him at $6,900, Dan. I'm not sure I will, though. There's other tastier options down a little bit lower than that. Why don't we take a look at them from Tobias Harris at 5900 down to Devin Booker at $5,000. Yeah, well, uh, Devin, um, sorry, Tobias Harris for for Detroit has been playing pretty solid lately. And, and against uh, uh, playing against Minnesota, I think he's got a pretty good chance to have a big game. Um, just because the Timberwolves at the power forward position, they've got Gorgui Dang there, but uh, Tobias Harris can certainly certainly extend the floor a bit more and and maybe take Dang out of his comfort zone, take him on the drive a few times, and, and just really work on that mid range game as well. So I think Tobias Harris fifty nine hundred dollars is a pretty fair price tag for a guy who put up thirty five Fanduel points in his last game. I'll also add in this group Thaddeus Young. I think he takes advantage of the matchup against Brooklyn. He's been consistent in terms of FanDuel play, and, and with his minutes right around the 30 mark, he has a chance to do some damage here in a matchup that certainly favors the visitors in this group. Let's go sub-5,000, Dan, and find some uh, tournament values here. Yeah, in the power forward position, I think we've got a pretty decent selection as well here. I mean, I'll just throw a quick mention to a guy like John Lohr, who's pretty diverse in his, his game, and, and can you can rely on him for scoring, filling it up in a few different categories. But another couple of picks I like are Marquise Chris for uh, Phoenix. He's been playing pretty well in his last few games, coming up with some big games. At $3,800, he's a pretty solid pick for a starting power forward. Um, he had a, a, a 30, 30 FanDuel point night in his second last game, and then 24 after that. So I think Marquise Chris, he's been on a bit of an upward trajectory in his last couple games. And I think for starting power forward, he's a good go there. Also, an- another one that I'll just throw out there is uh, Jared Sollinger for the Raptors, who finally seemed to uh, get back to his old self in, in the Raptors' last contest as he finished with 11 points um, and six rebounds to, f- to finish with 21 FanDuel points which at a $3,600 price tag is pretty good. He only played 15, uh, 16 minutes in the game, but I think slowly but surely as he gets back into his own, he's going to be around that 15-minute mark and, and hopefully nearing the 20-minute mark, mark soon. But I think against a team like Orlando, uh, Solinger can throw his weight around a bit and he might be able to put a good 25 FanDuel points on the board. And sticking with the Raptors, I like that uh, Lucas Nogueira is getting more minutes. This guy's got great length to uh, his wingspan. He's, <laughs> I think it's like eight feet, it seems, some nights. But he's been factoring in more into the front court play for the Raptors of late. And I think against a, a pretty impressive group that Orlando can offer, the, the Raptors will have to give some of these guys a bit more of a run to take some of the pressure off a guy like a Jonas Valanciunas tonight in that head-to-head matchup. So I like the fact that Noguera's in the mix and could bring you value for his price tag as well, which is in the sub. 5,000 range. Uh, let's go over to the center, speaking of the men in the middle, where uh, DeMarcus Cousins and Carl Anthony Towns are the only two guys priced over that 10K mark. Are you playing or fading the top guns at the center position, Dan? 
Well, I think Demarcus Cousins has a pretty solid chance to do a lot of damage against uh, Phoenix. Uh, High-scoring team with not a whole bunch of defense over there with Phoenix. So I think uh, Demarcus Cousins, again, also being the absolute main option for his team with all the injuries. So he's going to be the focus of their offense. $11,300 is a pretty decent price tag for a guy averaging nearly 50 FanDuel points a game. Um, so I think DeMarcus Cousins is not a sure fade, but he's not a sure play for me either just because I'm, I'm counting on him quite a bit. I mean, in his last game, he had 30 FanDuel points, 29.9, and then the two before that, he topped the 60 mark and topped the 60 mark a couple games before that. So actually, he's topped the 60 mark in about five of his last eight or nine games. So that's a pretty good return for, for what you're, you're paying for him. So DeMarcus Cousins is a good go tonight, I would say. And then the guy right below him, Carl Anthony Towns, $10,800. I like Towns a lot, and I like to put him in my lineup when I can, just because, again, like Cousins, he's the absolute focal point of Minnesota's offense, and he's one of the highest-scoring uh, first-quarter players in the league. So that always makes you feel good when you get a good start off the bounce. But uh, the thing is, he's up against a uh, pretty solid big men tonight with uh, Andre Drummond there. And I think that might be able, might slow him down a bit in the rebounds category and, and in his close-range game. So uh, Towns might be attempted to step out a little bit, extend the floor a little bit, and, and that might work against him tonight. So at $10,800, I'm looking at fading Towns, and I'd be more inclined to go with a guy like Cousins if I was going to spend big money on the centers. Yeah, this might be a spot where you do take a shot at one of the big dollar guys, Dan, because so much of the offense goes through them, and that really builds their case. So I, I could be tempted in either case. I like Towns, though, uh, in this matchup against Detroit a little bit more, in my my own opinion. Uh, well, let's go down a little bit lower to uh, guys in a more affordable grouping from Marcus Hall at $8,700 down to Miles Turner at $6,700. Well, Marcus Hall's been playing very well lately, and the thing about OKC is they lost one of their big front court players, Ennis Cantor, who broke his own forearm, which is pretty sad, but um, that just works in the favor of FanDuel players who are looking at picking against their picking those guys' opponents, which in this case is Marcus Saul, who has been over 30 FanDuel points in about his last 10 games with a few 50s thrown in there. And I think, again, against an Oklahoma City team that is a little bit beat up in the front court, I think Marcus Saul can give you a really good return for the 8,700. Yeah, and I'm going to add Al Horford for Boston. He's got a favorable matchup tonight. Uh, they can't, the, the counterparts from L.A. don't really have a big man in the middle that can control this guy with any kind of a reputation. So uh, Horford's been playing a little bit better uh, of late uh, for the surging. I keep saying the surging Celtics, but they certainly are. And, and I like him to be a factor tonight in, in taking advantage of a club that's coming in on the second of back-to-backs, making their life miserable underneath the basket for, for Boston. Let's go down a little bit lower than these guys, Dan, and uh, take a look at four guys priced from 5900 to 5500 before we go value hunting a little bit lower than that. we got Stephen Adams at 5900 down to Tyson Chandler at 5500 Well, I like Stephen Adams because partially for the reason that Ennis Cantor's out, Adams should benefit a little more on the offensive end, just, just being there to be the one to uh, catch the, the drop-off pass from Westbrook. The other thing is he's going to be much more needed on the defensive end and on the rebounding uh, side of the, the game. So I think Steven Adams for $5,900 can certainly t- 
turn you in close to 30 or close to 40 FanDuel points on a good night for him. Even though he's he coming off a bit of a quiet night in his last game with 14, the game before that he hit 35. So at 5,900 FanDuel points and given his matchup tonight against Memphis, I think Steven Adams is going to be very needed on the floor and he's going to be He's going to have to come up with a solid game to give his team a chance, and I, I count on him to do that. So for $5,900, I think that's a good good play at center. And uh, if the Raptors are without uh, their shooting guard, DeRozan, I'm going to say Talanchunas is a good pick at $5,600 because more of the offense is going to have to f- flow through him. Maybe it'll be he'll be the second option uh, next to Lowry if DeRozan doesn't play tonight. So for $5,600, he becomes suddenly a lot more attractive in that circumstance, though the Raptors will be up against it without their all-star at the two position. Let's go bargain hunting then, Dan, below the 5000 mark at the center spot. Well, one guy who tempted a few people uh, last night was Ivica Zubak. Hard to say that name. I'm not sure if I got it right. But he he had a huge night a couple games ago with, uh, well, actually a good streak. He hit 29 FanDuel points in two games in a row, then 24. And then he he went missing last night uh, against uh, Washington where he came up with eight FanDuel points. So for $4,700, he's not a bad pick if he's going to be getting the minutes, especially with Julius Randle still not 100% for the Lakers, $4,700 for Avika Zubak. I, I mention it because I actually don't think it's the greatest pick um, out there. And uh, just because, like I said, he, he showed very well in a couple games, but then he showed quite a dip. So I think that's still a bit steep. And, and when we're looking for value, I want real value. So I like a guy like Al Jefferson, $3,700 up against Brooklyn. Um Jefferson's going to be very useful for Indiana against Brooklyn just because of Brooklyn's main, if if they have any um, strength, it's their front court for sure. And um, Al Jefferson's a good guy to throw in there to bang some bodies around and maybe to just offset Brooke Lopez and Trevor Booker down there. And again, Jefferson's coming off a solid game in his last game, 21 FanDuel points. And in, through his last 10 games, he's actually hit 30 a couple times and been plus 20 about three times um, while being plus, plus 12 in pretty much all of those games except for one he came up with nine. But I think tonight is one of those nights where you're going to see a pretty solid game from Al Jefferson for $3,700. You can't really go wrong if he gets you 20 FanDuel points. I love that call. I was going to say his name if you let him slip through your commentary. So I love that one as the best value play at the center position. Dan, we've given our thoughts, but we want to take a swing at the Rotowire Lineup Optimizer, our company's industry-leading tool that suggests a lineup based on all kinds of info about tonight's slate. Why don't you take our listeners through it? Well, it gives us Jeff Teague at the point. That's somebody that I mentioned as well, $7,600 against Brooklyn. I think that's a pretty solid pick for your point guard if you're looking to to pass on the, the big gunner Westbrook over there. And then it also gives us Marcus Smart against the Lakers, which is another solid pick. I, I, I believe in that pick as well, $5,700. Then John Kumpo at shooting guard um, against Denver. And then you got uh, Tony Allen at shooting guard. He, he comes in at $4,300, and they're playing again at OKC. I think uh, Tony Allen's a pretty good choice here too because – I, w- I would think that Memphis might call on him a bit to cover Westbrook or to maybe to cov- cover Oladipo, which would be his rightful matchup. But I think Tony Allen will be much needed by Memphis in this game, and he's pretty good at grabbing up those steals, which are worth a nice two points in FanDuel. And then it's got 
Paul George at small forward, um, another good pick that we liked. And then Aaron Gordon also at small forward, $4,800 for Aaron Gordon. That would put him nearing a value play kind of range if he comes up with a big night. But I'm not huge on Aaron Gordon. I find him way too inconsistent uh, to really throw in my lineup unless it's really my only option. But anyway, it also gives us Dirk Nowitzki at power forward. Dirk's, uh, the, the Mavericks are visiting Portland. Dirk's really surprised me this season with how well he's been playing. I thought he was going to be a little bit out of it, but he's he's coming up with some huge games, topping 20 points in a bunch of his games this season. So Dirk at 5,500 is a pretty good goal at power forward as well. Also, again, he's against Portland team with a notoriously bad defense and not the greatest front court in the league either. So Dirk might have a good chance for a good game tonight. Then it gives us Thaddeus Young. I think that's somebody you mentioned at power forward against Brooklyn. $5,500 for Thaddeus Young, a good pick as well. And then at center, it gives us Miles Turner, another guy against Brooklyn. Um, and Miles Turner, we didn't mention him, but he's a pretty good choice at center as well. He's very athletic and can really get the job done. He comes in at $6,700. Yeah, uh, it, I notice of, of the on the board, it looks like there's four picks uh, for Indiana, Indiana over Brooklyn. The least attractive to me is that Miles Turner one because if there's one guy on the Brooklyn side who, who gives it his effort, it's Lopez. Uh, and so uh, I think Turner will have his hands full there. But I like the other three picks that the optimizer comes up in terms of, with in terms of the Indiana stack. Uh, we invite our listeners to and we remind them, don't forget to check back with Rotowire starting lineups on the NBA tab. We do lineup sweeps and checks all day long at Rotowire so you can keep up with all the latest news and you find out that your players are good to go in daily games right up to tip off. Before we sign off, though, Dan, let's treat our listeners to a fantasy tip of the week that we'll try and do every Friday. I'll ask you, do you consider the number of players over the 10,000 mark overall now on the board and think that you have to get so many of them in there? What's your threshold? Do you like to get one, two, three, or is that a factor in in the way you develop your lineup strategy? Well, it certainly is a strategy, I would say, to to try your best maybe to get on a night like tonight if you could somehow fit Harden, Westbrook, and Cousins, let's say, in your lineup, which would come up to a total of like $35,000 out of your $60,000 price tag um, or money to begin with. If you could fit in a three, guy, three guys like that, it's pretty attractive if you can fill them with some, fill around them with some really solid value picks. But I find a, I find a bit of a problem with that when, when, when I've gone with that strategy. It hasn't, I don't think it's nearly ever worked out for me just because you're really relying on those big guys to get you that huge night. Um, and and if, if they come up even a little short with like, let's say, 40 FanDuel points as opposed to 60, which is, you know, almost more often than not, uh, that that could be real disappointing uh, and that could really uh, ruin your, your night. So I think your odds are a little bit better to go with, let's say, two $6,000 guys and hope for 30 points out of each of them than to go with one $12,000 guy and hope for 60 points out of him. So so when you got a board like tonight where there's about eight players over $10,000, um, I'd, I'd like to get one of them in most likely if I could. But at the same time, I, I'm looking for consistency across the board and that's my number one concern so 
I usually start looking towards the bottom of the board, look for the best value plays I can find, and then go from there. Yeah, I tend to say no more than two of those big guns will ever fit into my lineup on a nightly basis for much of what, much the same reasons that you said. When I look at the top end, I say, what are the what are the key ingredients that the opposing lineup offers? So it's a really a matchup based decision for me when I look at look at those ten thousand plus guys because you know odds on that they're going to score. Uh, up to their uh, usual mark against lesser teams uh, that offer less resistance. So it, that really becomes a factor for me. So And, and, and I think it, it also matters, you know, what kind of game you're playing. If you're in a 50-50 game, it's not really as necessary to try and hit, hit a home run. But if you're in a tournament, I could see for sure trying to squeeze as many of those big guys as you can and hope they all go off for huge nights and then fill in around them with some really solid value picks in that four thousand three thousand dollar range in in a tournament for sure that that's probably the strategy to go with if you're trying to win a tournament but the thing is um it's risky and 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 that's obviously the case with a tournament game where let's say the top five percent win whereas in a 50 50 game or or some of the other multiplier games where you're looking at just just cracking the top half of the the board it's it's much better strategy to go with um and a more evenly distributed lineup i would say so there you go, everybody. Have a look at FanDuel and enjoy all the fun and games on their menu of options. We hope we've given you some good ideas. For Dan Bruno, who you can follow at DBrunoOfficial, I'm Paul Bruno, and reminding you to follow me at Statsman22. Good luck with your FanDuel plays to all our listeners from RotoWire. Quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain for love. Collide in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13.